This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It's cold and flu season and parents want to do everything to protect their little ones. Is it possible to give your children support without the drugs? What is homeopathy and how does it help everything from infections to behavioral problems to asthma? What are the top 10 homeopathic remedies to keep in the home? Hi, I'm Gabrielle Traub, homeopathic practitioner and owner of San Diego Homeopathy, and this is Parent Savers, episode 33. Faster than a speeding toddler. Sit still for just a minute. Can soothe boo-boos with a gentle kiss. Would you get down from there? Able to clean poopy bottoms in a single swipe. Oh, what did you eat? Turning frazzled mommies and daddies into procreators of peace and harmony. Ah, quit touching me. It's Parent Savers, empowering new parents everywhere. Welcome to Parent Savers, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. I am your host, Casey Wilt. Parent Savers is all about helping new parents from the baby years to the toddler years. So download the free app, sign up for the free newsletter, like us on Facebook, send us an email, or call our hotline. This is your show, and we want you to be involved. We have amazing experts at our fingertips, so shoot us a line, and we'll get your questions answered. We also have a new option of joining our Parent Savers Club. It's where you can download the archived episodes and get exclusive content and so much more. I'm a new parent. My son, Carson, is 23 months old, and I'm joined by two new parents here in the studio. My name is Owen Hemsath. I'm the president of uh, Simple Business Video Marketing in Oceanside. I also have three kids. I have Kanan, who is five, uh, just started kindergarten. Jameson is uh, 16 months, and Benjamin is five months. Five months. It seems like just yesterday he was born. I know. <laughs> and now he's this big chubby blob, and it's amazing. So I love it. My name is John O'Reilly. I'm a 38-year-old writer from here in San Diego, and I have three boys as well, five, three, and one, and we're all a little bit sick right now, so I'm pretty interested to hear about some uh, remedies that don't involve drugs, too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Today on Parent Savers, our headline, we are talking about Man Sue's Ugly Baby Case. Man Sue's wife over ugly baby, woman ordered to pay $120,000 judgment. So here's what happened. A Chinese man divorced and then sued his ex-wife for giving birth to what he called an extremely ugly baby girl. So <laughs> this is horrible. Um, oh my gosh. So first he accused his wife of infidelity and then uh, because he could never father uh, an attractive child. Um, right. <laughs> Owens agrees. Um, and so, <laughs> and so, um, then they did a paternity test. Once the, ch- once it came back that this, this child was the father's, he then sued his wife on false pretenses for not telling him about the plastic surgery that she had. She admitted in this process that she had undergone a hundred thousand dollars worth of cosmetic surgery. So he feels duped because he didn't know she was ugly and therefore, 
had an ugly baby. So poor the, child. I know. Well, the kicker is he won, and he agreed. the The judge agreed that the ex wife had to give over one hundred twenty thousand dollars. And he says, "I married my wife out of love, but as soon as we had our first daughter, we began having marital problems. Our daughter was incredibly ugly to the point where it horrified me." Exactly. I, I part of it is we laugh and we joke and we we just can't believe the audacity of this man. But oh my gosh, who, who I, I thought every I thought every child was ugly, was was beautiful, and if they weren't beautiful, no, no, there, no, there are there are ugly babies, and I think that it's safe to say that 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 that's that's a fact of life. I mean, I don't know if you remember the old Seinfeld episode where it's like, wow, that baby is breathtaking. You know, and for the Seinfeld listeners yeah. out there, they'll, they'll, they might remember that episode. We used to, we used to say precious. Oh, a precious Precious. Baby. You know, you swallow, you say, that baby's precious, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know. But I think, you know, t- to bring it back to reality, we're talking about a, a country that's not friendly to, to female babies. Uh-huh. And here you have a female baby. And so I think that might have, but maybe, maybe, maybe there's no legal recourse there, uh-huh. you know, because, hey, we can't, you know, we can't broadcast that. So we'll go with ugly baby instead of girl baby. You know what I well, mean? Well, you know what? This I, I don't know where this was taken because this could have been a Chinese man in the States. Just because he's Chinese doesn't mean... He's in yeah, China. It's hard for me to understand, I guess, the damages of it. I mean, yes, I mean, I, I agree. Some babies probably can be. I mean, right when they're born, they all kind of look oh, my, exactly my the same. Oh, my son looked yeah. like my father-in-law. He looked like a six-year-old man, and he was so ugly, but I admitted it, and I, and I embraced it. You he was you ugly. monetary damages for that, though? Yeah, I know. But, and you know what, though? He's the cutest kid ever. And so it was funny. One of my friends um, in town here, we had babies at the same time, and her five-year-old looks at her mom and says, Mom, baby Carson is cuter than baby Caleb. <laughs> and my son's baby Carson, obviously. And so I told the little five-year-old... <laughs> obviously. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, so I told the little five-year-old, I said, it's okay, because cute babies make um, ugly adults, and ugly babies make cute adults. <laughs> that's, that's, that's science. <laughs> it's science. <laughs> I, I think that the uh, the plastic surgery is where you get into this, like, what, you know... She, oh, so you say if your wife, you know, you didn't know she was as beautiful as she was, then, you know... I at least... I. Look, this is silly. This is a <laughs> silly thing here. And it, it, it may, if I hear the headline, and I'm thinking, oh, that's got to be the U.S. I mean, we're like huh. the most litigious country out mm-hmm. there. Uh, but, you know, to hear it, well, okay, she got plastic surgery, didn't tell you about it. I mean, that's that's a big deal. That's like saying, you know, oh, by the way, I was once a man, you know, <laughs> well, but I had some plastic surgery. Of, ex- that's extreme because, I mean, maybe she just got, you know, her nose and her eyes open It, a it could bit. be, but we're, we don't know. If she, ha- I mean, if you can tell from the moment the baby's born that, oh, man, she was ugly. She, she probably had a lot of well, work done. And you know what? But she could cook. <laughs> she got <laughs> she got her work done in South Korea, and it was a hundred thousand dollars. And we've lived in South Korea, and a hundred thousand dollars gets you. You know, she could probably have turned from a man to a woman right. plus plus some. She could have been a zebra. <laughs> I yeah. mean, for that, at that, you know, we don't know. Basically. But I think if if the work got done in South Korea, I think that you know we're talking about uh, a Chinese couple. I think that, that points to that. And who knows what yeah, the system bl- is like? Yeah, blame it off of, uh, on culture. It's it's something. <laughs> We don't understand. We've posted this on Pinterest, so repin it if you like it or join our discussion there. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. 
Today on Parent Savers, we have Gabrielle Traub, homeopathic practitioner, here with us to discuss how we can use homeopathy in our children. So what is homeopathy? Well, I wish I could, I could say that it makes people look more beautiful, but it doesn't. <laughs> but it definitely helps in other ways. So um, homeopathy was actually developed about 250 years ago by a German physician. His name was Dr. Hahnemann. And what the wonderful thing about homeopathy is and what parents really love about it is it's so incredibly safe. It's so safe, in fact, that I've actually given homeopathic remedies to babies that newborns are just a few minutes old and to the elderly and throughout pregnancy. It really is the ideal form of medicine because it is so safe. And I'll give you some examples of how homeopathy works. What homeopathic remedies do is they actually work with your own body. They trigger an immune response. So I'll give you an example of this. Um, a lot of people, children to these days, have allergies. Allergies is an epidemic. Oh, and it's totally yeah. coming now in the fall. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just astounding to me why government health officials aren't exploring the data more and trying to figure out why this is. You mean like peanut allergies and stuff too? Those types are... All types oh, of okay. allergies. Yeah. Okay. And we can go into that in more detail because I have my own theories about why that is. Okay. But um, what allergy treatments do, traditional allergy shots are that um, allergists give children um, or adults small doses of the substance that they're allergic to. And this creates this type of desensitization that over time they become less and less allergic to that original substance and this was actually borrowed from homeopathy this is essentially what we're doing in homeopathy it's actually really interesting in Europe a few years ago there was a new treatment called sublingual immunoglobulin therapy and what this is is instead of giving allergy shots as an injection they just give the same substance that somebody's allergic to in small dilutions underneath the tongue and this has become very very popular in Europe because first of all you don't have to give your child a shot but second of all because there are fewer mast cells sublingually under the tongue there's fewer side effects and everybody's raving about this latest and greatest technique and homeopaths are looking at each other and thinking what is wrong with them? This is homeopathy it's been around for 250 years Well that's how they did um, vaccines and stuff for um, uh. I think inoculations is what you mean. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought that out because a lot of people don't realize that the first official that's vaccine... That's what I'm saying, the very first official vaccine, yeah. that's what they, they did, which was... Edward Jenner, uh, he actually, um, and he was actually a homeopath, and what he actually did was even more homeopathic than the way we give vaccinations today. What he gave was he gave cowpox vaccine to vaccinate against smallpox. Cowpox is a very mild illness. Smallpox is a very deathly, severe illness. And he actually gave something similar, not the exact. And this is a beautiful distinction of what homeopathy is. We give a similar virus that is either slightly weakened or attenuated in their pathological experience. So that the smallpox vaccine is actually the most purely homeopathic vaccine we have. These days, however, when we do give the smallpox vaccine, we're still giving it to Marines and and our army. It's it's really horrible. We're actually not doing it the way Jenna did. not giving cowpox we're actually giving smallpox itself which is Mm. dangerous for on so many different levels Mm, um but that really is what homeopathy is you give something similar not exactly the same and that's essentially the biggest difference between homeopathy and traditional allergy medicines um the way allergy medicines are given is something called isopathic. You give the same. And that's beautiful and it works well for desensitizing against a specific 
problem, like a specific protein. However, that doesn't give a broad general um, a, a boost to the immune system. And most children who are allergic are allergic to not just one factor, but multiple factors. So when we give a homeopathic remedy, we're not just giving that allergen. We actually take into consideration other factors like the child's likes, dislikes, food cravings, physical appearance, personality. It's a very holistic approach. And what this actually does is it moderates and regulates the immune system to give more of a broad reaction to all allergens and, and, and regulate the immunity as a whole. So now we're in the season of flu and cold. How specifically will homeopathy work for the immunity for babies and kids? What would you do there? There's a number of different approaches. My favorite and best, the highest approach is to do what we call constitutional homeopathic treatment. And that's what I was referring to earlier, taking into account the whole constitution of the patient, their likes, their dislikes, their physical morphology, er everything like that. But when, and that's actually a good way to prevent. Another method that homeopaths use is they actually give small doses of the influenzinum virus throughout the flu season, approximately one once a week. So we gave um, actually homeopathic dilutions of influenzinum, that's what it's called, once a week. And this can help to um, uh, protect against the influenza virus. Some of my patients, however, have reported slight reactions to that if it's a low dose beyond Avogadro's number, like a mild fever or um, some cold symptoms. Um, the best way as well is to nip it in the bud. So the moment that your child gets sick, to give a homeopathic remedy as soon really? as possible. And I'm actually going to be talking about some of those remedies, yes. the top 10 remedies to yeah, keep in the I'm home. To that. Now, can I ask a question for some of the skeptics out there? Um, is, you know, your what is your training um, and your, your position? Uh, you're a homeopathic doctor. Um, how does that work? Well, I'm actually trained in South Africa. In South Africa, we go through medical training like a medical doctor does. And we also, I spend a year doing research, double-blind clinical trials. Um, the training in the U.S. is a little different. Um, many countries in the world, to be a homeopath, you have to be trained like a medical doctor. I actually teach at a, a, a few schools here in the U.S. that are excellent schools. It's generally a three-year part-time training. And there is actually the first homeopathic medical school that opened up in Arizona two years ago. Um, so in the United States, uh, homeopaths are not considered as doctors. The way I work around that is I actually work in a doctor's office. I work in an OBGYN clinic. Okay. So um, I work very closely with OBGYN and we have nurses. So I like to, because my training is very medical, I like to integrate the two. Yeah. Um, I think that's very, very important. And many people don't realize how many research studies are done on homeopathy there's plethora of research mm -hmm. I myself conducted double bilingual clinical trials and and I actually have collected over the years a huge database of research studies on pretty much everything especially relating to children so it's not like you take a you know three-month course and then you're a homeopathic practitioner absolutely you go to all not this for it. wow yeah, no, I think that's an important distinction too yeah. because I'm not I'm not looking at you know just for the the listeners out there what I'm what I'm not looking at is you know kind of a beach hippie um, <laughs> I'm looking at a professional female you know who's uh, who's uh, you know speaks very well and carries herself very well Thank this is a, you. I'm not yeah and because uh, mm -hmm. I think that with 
I, I personally, yeah, I see a naturopath, and I'm very much a, an advocate of homeopathy. I'm very much anti-medical um, when it comes to um, you know treating symptoms instead of the the cause. And obviously, we're not opposed to antibiotics and things like that, but um, preventative medicine and things like that. So I want the audience to really understand that this is this is something that's medical. This is something that that is um, empirical. It's objective. Uh, and the results really do speak for themselves. Thank you so much for saying that, and I highly agree completely. Um, but I do want to say one thing, is that my goal is to bring homeopathy into every home and have almost every family have someone who is knowledgeable about homeopathy. So there's definitely the mom in the family or the dad in the family can be the, you know, the family homeopath because homeopathy is so safe. Um, there's very little you can do wrong. It's very forgiving. And you're not, and we're not talking about. You say you know you're having a general knowledge in the home. You're not talking about uh, you know having training someone in biology. You know you're training somebody in, in in the facts and what works and how to access resources. Exactly. And so if your kitty falls or if you get a cold, uh, moms can reach for their homeopathic first aid kits and nip it in the bud and give a homeopathic remedy. And only if it's severe or progresses, then they need to go to a homeopath or their pediatrician. What are some other things that moms can look at with their kids to, you know, go to homeopathy first? Um, I mean, behavioral problems, will it work with that? Are there is it infections? Is it more things that should be treated? Or I mean, what's kind of, I guess, the gamut or some of the big things for parents to look for? The wonderful thing about homeopathy is the scope. It, it really has a huge dynamic scope. And I myself did double-blind clinical trials on what I call thought interference, nervousness, and anxiety, which is more in the behavioral realm. And I actually worked in an inpatient treatment center for a number of years for psychological conditions such as eating disorders, chronic pain, addictions, um, post-traumatic stress disorder. So it really has a beautiful scope of action um, on the psychological uh, aspect. And I do get a lot of referrals from psychiatrists and work together with them. And, you know, I, I really believe in integrative medicine. I really don't believe in one being superior than the other. You need to, each one has its place. And when they work together, that's the, the ideal situation. I would never tell parents to give up their pediatrician and just go all natural. You know, that's that's not that's not a, a sound solution. And I think that when people hear, uh, not everybody, but I think when some people hear things like homeopathy um, or or holistic wellness, that's what they think. They think about like tree huggers, if you will. Um, they I think like to about, hug trees once in a while. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> right? and, and I think they think uh, you it's know one way or the other. Yeah, hemp clothes, barefoot. Very you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's, there's that's nothing wrong with that. Right. It's, it's, but <laughs> the stigma that homeopathy has to being like hemp clothing yeah. and tree hugging, that's a very Californian concept. <laughs> <laughs> In yeah. many countries around the world, like the homeopath is considered such a noble profession. It's, it, it just has a different perception. It's interesting. It's, it's really actually humorous for me. So, you know, I like to tease people a little bit when they, when they do Make comments Silly like Americans. That. <laughs> 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 oh, you had also said to me in an email that it can help with autism and other behavioral problems like that. There is actually um, a NASA engineer. Uh, 
her son developed autism. Her name is Amy Lansky, and this mom tried everything. And she has a very analytical brain, being a NASA engineer. Mm-hmm. And she actually, her son was cured with homeopathy. And she was so intrigued by this whole process. She actually went on to write an excellent book. If any moms have children or dads have children with autism, this book is called Impossible Cure by Amy Lansky. And she then went on to become a homeopath. And the incidence, the prevalence of autism is increasing at such an alarming rate. It's become so significant that this is something that I see in my practice all the time and anticipate will increase in the near future. Great. And we also have a homeopathic kit to give away. So stay tuned for details. When we come back, we'll talk about the top 10 homeopathic remedies to keep in the home. We'll be back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back on Parent Savers with Gabrielle Traub, homeopathic practitioner here with us to discuss how homeopathy in our children works. So what is constitutional homeopathic homeopathic treatment and what can it do? For those of you who have just joined us, what I was talking about a little bit earlier is constitutional homeopathic treatment is when you take into account the whole person. In homeopaths, I'll predominance, well let me backtrack, in psychology the predominance is on the mental and emotional, the behavioral and in uh, classic medicine and conventional medicine the emphasis is on the physical. In homeopathy we don't really give each um, extra weight, we we look at what's presenting at this moment in time. Some patients are very balanced emotionally and all their symptoms are on the physical level, some patients are very healthy physically but the kids, their problems are all on the behavioral level, we have oppositional divine ADD, ADHD. Oppositional defiance. That's my two-year-old. Is he too young? <laughs> well, he's also going through the terrible twos. So, um, but maybe when they get to be a little bit older and they're having you know, issues with no, maybe. There are amazing things that you can do with homeopathy. It really, it doesn't change the personality of the child. Nothing will change your child. Children often ask me, you know, will this change who I am? No, it won't. What it does, it just creates balance. And it's a really beautiful process. I love treating kitties from when they're really really young and children become really in tune with what they need um the dosage system with homeopathy is really about giving the remedy not on an ongoing basis, but we identify certain red flags to see when your child is out of balance. And these children actually become so in tune with themselves that they'll know when they need their remedy and they'll often ask, Mommy, I need some pulsatilla now, like a homeopathic remedy. It's so cute seeing these little kids wow. so aware. Yeah, I love that. My mom used to say it to me, you need your B vitamin <laughs> right now. And that's because I was being hormonal and that I you know <laughs> <laughs> we're getting a, a question in on the uh, the Twitter feed here and so if you're on Twitter or following us on social media you can check in at the hashtags parent savers or parenting the question is what does homeopathic medicine look like okay you know we um, there are many different forms of homeopathic medicines it comes in injectables uh, sublingual pill forms tablets a variety of different pill size liquid um, suppositories creams it comes in many different forms 
because we treat so many children and because children aren't so excited about taking cough mixture, they're more excited about taking homeopathic remedies, we use these little white pills. And the pills taste sweet. And the reason they taste sweet is because they contain lactose. Depending on the way the medicine's prepared, depending on the pharmaceutical company, uh, they either impregnated into the pill or many times, actually, they just coat it right. on the outside. And that's why we say don't touch the me- pills with your finger. We just don't want you wiping off all the active ingredient. And most children have no problem. The active ingredient or the taste full ingredient. Because <laughs> I, I, well, I missed that. I did. Um, so the active ingredient, depending on the way the pill is produced, is usually on the outside. Okay. So you don't want to touch it with your fingers because you don't want to wipe off all the actually. Yeah. And these little white pills, I mean, they're sm- smaller than a Tic Tac and it, it's it's quick dissolving, right? You get different pill size, but okay. the ones that are more readily available over the counter are really tiny. Um, a lot of parents worry about their children choking and babies. You just go... Uh, you just I don't even know how to describe this on radio. You just go like pop up the lower front lip and you kind of pinch the lower lip yeah, there and pop in a pill. You just need one or two pills and um, they dissolve so quickly you don't need to worry about choking. However, parents who are worried about choking or are worried about the lactose, you can actually find the medicines in a liquid form as well. And you have things for even teething. That's how I discovered you. Yeah. So you can do it for teething and for earaches and all sorts of stuff. Is this something that you need to go to a practitioner to get to put in your medicine cabinet or go to the store to get? Um, I recommend for like everyday things like cuts and colds and knocks and bumps. Um, moms can definitely treat things like this on their own. When it comes to more chronic conditions, for example, if they have recurrent ear infections, and there's actually been beautiful research that's been done to show the effectivity of homeopathy with recurrent ear conditions, I would say that for that type of situation, it's best to go see a homeopath. And these days, it's so easy to find a homeopath in your area. So what are things that families can keep in the home that yeah, are you, interested you in? Get, you have a top 10 yeah, list. Yeah, exactly. So. Oh, great. Okay. So I got to get my pen out. This is kind of my dream. <laughs> I would love every single home to have like 10 homeopathic remedies. And you can actually go to your health food store. A lot of them sell a homeopathic first aid kit, or you can just buy one at a time and slowly build your own little kit. Well, everybody, well, most people have heard of Arnica, Arnica Montana. This is a wonderful remedy. Can you spell that? A-R-N-I-C-A, Arnica. Okay. I don't know if it's possible to post these on your yeah, website, yeah. the top 10. That's good. That, that way, you just spelled it for me, but we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll post it on our website. So, Arnica, what does Arnica do? Arnica is excellent for bumps, injuries, swelling, bruises. So, if your child gets... I've heard about this drug. <laughs> My child gets... Uh, he falls down all the time. He's a boy. And um, someone told me there's something that you can rub on their spot where they fell that'll help the bruising it works amazingly um if it's like a very localized area then just rub it on you have arnica gel or cream Mm -hmm. or ointments if the child actually hurts themselves and it's more systemic then actually it's better to take the pill form Mm -hmm. internally or you can do both and it i I don't know what my home would do without arnica we always in the wall so it's it's really great to have that remedy on hand and you can use it for animals too Mm -hmm. and not just for kitties you can use it for moms and dads as well (laughs) Wow. Okay, number two. Aconite. Aconite 
is a great remedy actually for colds and flu, so wonderful this time of year. The significant thing about aconite is it's not the types of colds and flus that develop slowly. It's not you see your child slowly getting sick. It happens suddenly, and it needs to be used within the first 24 hours of onset. That's why I recommend keeping in the home. The fever is high, the child is thirsty, they're anxious, they're restless, and colds and flus often come after exposure to cold dry wind like after going out in Halloween and trick-and-treating and the weather changes and it becomes cold they can also come on after frights or shocks so maybe a dog barks at them the child gets scared and the next day they sick give aconite immediately beautiful remedy number three is belladonna Belladonna actually means beautiful lady because they used to use it by putting belladonna drops in the eyes. It's made from atropine and the pupils dilate. And according to <laughs> surveys, men perceived women as more beautiful according to how dilated their pupils mm, so were. It's all the single parents. <laughs> we study that in media, though, too. And that's why cartoon characters have bigger eyes. And that's why uh, the uh, the yeah the old uh, Chinese artists would emphasize the woman's so eyes. So why that's do I need bi- bigger pupils? You don't need bigger pupils. <laughs> what? <laughs> your pupils are perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the compliment. <laughs> so husband, so husband, Tell me more. Tell me more about that. <laughs> <laughs> Belladonna is actually used in kids and adults for very high fevers. And the cheeks are bright red. This is also really good for ear infections where the uh, eardrum, the membrane, the tympanic membrane is bright red, bulging, throbbing. Um, and it also, um, they often crave lemonade. Um, this is a type of very high fevers. In, ca- in fact, even the ones that can produce a potentially seizures or hallucinations, obviously in that situation, please don't wait at home. Always go see your pediatrician. What about roseola? Because I know that a lot of my friends are going through that now and it's a high fever and then the rash. Absolutely. And with belladonna, just like aconite and, and belladonna in the olden days was actually, roseola is similar, was actually um, almost specific for scarlet fever. Mm. So these types of conditions, absolutely. With belladonna, again, the fever becomes high quickly. These are very good for children who are normally very very healthy, robust, strong children, and they get sick very quickly. So that's another remedy to keeping you um, at home. Number four, hypericum. Hypericum is beautiful remedy. And I hope this never happens to you, but it's good for crush injuries. So for example, you step on your baby's toe or especially the the, like nerve rich areas like the fingertips, the toes, the nose, the tongue, even the genitals. So it's a good remedy if any of your children have circumcision. Um, it's also a good remedy for nerve pains, very nervy pains, sciatica, shingles, that type of thing. Calendula, that's actually made from the marigold. It's a herb, but it's also a homeopathic remedy. I've, I've heard that. That's in all the new like baby lotions nowadays. It is a beautiful remedy for cuts and colds. Uh, sorry, not colds, cuts and scrapes and abrasions. It's also excellent for moms uh, postpartum. We actually have homeopathic uh, pregnancy kits for delivery and postpartum, but for the mom and for the baby, it's it's a little bit of a shock and a trauma, so using calendula can be very helpful. Apis, Apis mellifica, 
is number six. And this is a remedy made from bee venom. And we use it for insect bites, especially bee stings. And obviously, if your child is allergic, you always need to keep an EpiPen at home. But for any type of bee stings, Apis is a beautiful remedy. and It's good to keep in the home. Number seven is Ledum. Ledum, hopefully none of your children will have experienced this, but Ledum is good for either a black eye or um, if they occasionally bump their eyes or also for puncture wounds. So, um, you know, something like a splinter. Uh, splinter, we actually have a better remedy. Silica helps to almost expel like a foreign body from inside. Um, so would you use this one over a black eye over the... The first one, the arnica. arnica. That's a good question. Generally with arnica, the inflammatory process is very active. There's lots of heat, swelling, inflammation. With letum, the area feels cold to the touch. There's less inflammation. The bruises are more black or green or blue. So it's less of an inflammatory process. So arnica first, letum would be maybe the secondary phase. And what's our number eight? Arsenicum album. This is a beautiful remedy for food poisoning or diarrhea. Now, obviously, if your child has food poisoning or diarrhea, it's always wise to take them to their pediatrician. Um, what's very um, dangerous about food poisoning or diarrhea is dehydration. It's really important that they get enough fluid and electrolytes. However, on the way to taking your child to the pediatrician, I've had, for example, I've had a mom had a very severe allergic reaction and in the car while she's taking to the pediatrician she gave apis the uh, bee venom which is also used for allergic reactions and by the time she got to the pediatrician it was gone so you can actually if you give these remedies in the moment quickly while you're getting help um, they can actually be helpful in that situation ignatia amara now this is different different from echinacea ignatia is like the saint ignatia Okay. It's the Lagunacea plant family. And this is a beautiful remedy for any type of grief. So any kind of loss. So if a child loses their p- favorite pet or, or... postpartum depression. or Postpartum depression. We have other remedies for that too, like sepia is a more hormonal grief remedy. But especially after a loss or grief or if... Unfortunately, you lose your baby. Ignatia is our famous grief remedy, and it is just a beautiful remedy. The next, the last one, number 10, is gelsemium. I hope I'm not overwhelming the listeners. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm like, what are these names? They sound like planets. Gelsemium <laughs> is actually <laughs> made from the yellow jasmine. I'll use the common names. <laughs> yellow jasmine. And gelsemium is a beautiful cold and flu remedy. But when we talked about aconite and belladonna being... Um, the onset was very fast for gelsemium. This is actually the cold and flu remedy that I'm seeing most this time of year right now. The last few weeks I've treated so many patients with gelsemium is they get sick very slowly. It's like a gradual onset. Their eyelids become very, very heavy and they're feeling just really weak and lethargic and more like confused and they're not so thirsty. These are the indications for gelsemium. Um, Gelsemium is also a great remedy for stage fright. If your kid's in a school play <laughs> and they don't want to go up on stage and they kind of just become paralyzed with fear and shock, it's a beautiful Well, what remedy. I've learned from all this is that there's something for everything. 
There is. Okay, I'm going to take um, my son to you. <laughs> um, thanks so much to Gabrielle Traub for helping us learn about homeopathy. If you want more information, go to today's show on our episodes page on our website or visit sandiegohomeopathy.com. We actually have a free giveaway homeopathy kit uh, for your home. So this is how we're going to do it. If you want this kit, go to our website. Go to this page on homeopathy and write in the comment section why you want to use homeopathy or how you use homeopathy and let us know and we will give a um, this kit away at random. Thank you so much. Our conversation will continue with Gabrielle after the show for our Parent Savers Club members and see our website to sign up for the club. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, Parent Savers. This is the Daddy Complex. I'm David Vienna, father of twin boys. And if my experience has taught me anything about parenting, it's that I know nothing about parenting. You will become your dad. Please understand this doesn't apply to everyone. In fact, this is a sweeping generalization. So if the preceding statement offends you, please Google the words cat and video. You'll find plenty of things to keep you busy while I continue. Anyway, becoming my dad seems to be true in my case. And as I've said, though I like to think I'm a unique little snowflake, my experiences seem to be rather common. My dad is a pretty rad guy. But I didn't always know that. In fact, when I was young, we didn't really get each other at all. Seriously, we were like oil and water if oil listened to Berkeley punk music and water enjoyed travel shows. And I do think that every boy has a stage in which he desperately tries to distinguish himself from his father. Look at Martin and Charlie Sheen, for example. Martin is a smart, talented political activist. Charlie is a whoring drug addict who can't even convincingly play himself. Around the time I graduated college, however, I started to have real-world experiences. I started to see the wisdom my dad tried so hard to impart fit within that world. Similarly, I think he started to see how I could forge my own path, even if that included much more facial hair than he's comfortable with. Now that I have kids of my own, I find myself quoting him often and doing things as he might have done them. And I finally realized the decisions he made that I didn't agree with or didn't understand when I was young were done so in an effort to protect or help me. And if wanting to make my child's life better makes me like my dad, then yes, I'm exactly like my dad. Check out more of my terrible advice at thedaddycomplex.com, The Huffington Post, or on Twitter at The Daddy Complex. You can also view episodes of Fighting with Babies, my puppet web series for parents at thedaddycomplex.com slash FWB. And be sure to keep listening to Parent Savers for more fatherly tips. That wraps up today's episode. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions for our expert about today's show or the topics we discussed, call our Parent Savers hotline at 619-866-4775 or send us an email through our website, parentsavers.com or Facebook page, and we'll answer your question in an upcoming episode. Don't forget to tune in to the Behind the Scenes Parent Savers Club to keep listening. Thanks for listening to Parent Savers, empowering new parents everywhere. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care. 
and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.